you mentioned the soul and how it was in our care. And I'm wondering what exactly is the soul and its relationship then to how we're being uh, and how is it in our care? Do we affect it then in, in our lives? Is it immortal and eternal? And It's one of your forms. It's a, a unique form. It's unlike any of your other forms. It's the form of your evolution as awareness. There isn't any form of yours where that is not equally present. It's equally present throughout every form of yours. That's what makes it so difficult to discern and distinguish. Because you don't have the contrast of where it is and where it isn't. It's as much in your person and yourself as it is in the deepest levels of your being. How do we take care of it? By unconditionally responding to what you know. That's what increases its form. When as awareness you move away from what you know, you decrease its form. While you're in a body and before you die, it's the most difficult form to identify. because it's equally distributed within every level of yours. And it's constantly registering your movement within the evolution of your awareness. After you've died, it's the form of yours that shows the most. Because it shows the most, after you've died, you'll be able to read, perfectly read, every moment of how you moved toward what you knew or away from what you knew while you were alive. It enables you to micro-see everything. read that now it's the first thing I see it's, it's the first thing you see I'm asking can we see that also 
it's the most difficult to cognitively see. But it's it's always registering in you. So there's a, a, a most elusive kind of barely seeing. The real me? The real you, not in connection to this, but the real you knows. And that's what feeds the soul, if you are. If you're being the real you, that feeds your soul. And the soul can increase and it increases and decreases very slowly. When I'm really following deep inside what I know and then just a split second I'm off track and I feel, is that the soul registering? You don't need to register your soul. It's not your soul, it's the real you. If you go off, it registers in the nervous system, isn't it? Pretty quick. If you're honest, if you're dishonest, you won't let it. You won't let it register in the nervous system. So when, when you die, uh, do you see the soul? Do you, is the soul there or when you die? Radiantly there. Is it what animates us? No. The being? What you what? are being animates you. Okay. So the difference between being alive and dead is. <laughs> I know there's a difference. <laughs> After you've died, <laughs> polarity, polarity can't animate you. After you've died, love animates you. Regardless of how you've lived, what you were being, when you were alive, love perfectly animates you. And what you were being, when you were alive, perfectly radiates from your soul. Everyone can read it. Everyone did. <laughs> everyone, everyone there. <laughs> All the zombies can read it. <laughs> Jan, <laughs> what you're doing uh, here, that helps us to take care of our souls, as it helps us. Yes. And yet, what you're doing here is not for the purpose of helping us taking care of our souls. Yes. That's kind of a side benefit. 
this. When you meet someone after you've died, as soon as you meet someone, you know everything. You know all their choices while they were living. You know their entire relationship with everything they knew. You know them in the present as perfect and pure love. There isn't anything you don't know about that one. Is that how you know us? In some ways. It doesn't need to be like that now. Because being here is a, a completely different developmental stage for awareness so what's relevant to know and what's relevant to see is different that's also why while you're here it's most difficult to register your own soul and it's also why after you've died it just brilliantly <coughs> radiates is it where we are going that how we know each other after we are we have died that we are able to do this while we are alive yes is it the soul when you die that then kind of collates everything or because it's been in every level is that what it is that harvests what's been yes. the evolution i say is is there anything meaningful to this notion of old soul and young soul that people use sometimes Far too descriptive of something that is most difficult to even perceive. So even if it were true, we wouldn't be able to tell anyway. So it's... There are a, a lot of things that people pick up on uh, that are just given labels because uh, to communicate you need to call it something. And incorrect labels are, are fine. When you use an incorrect label, you are communicating something you know. If you use an incorrect label, people have a sense of what you're saying. And in this case, when somebody would use that term old soul, what, what is it that they're picking up? embodied ancestry. So it's of the level of the self. Yes. And that could be embodying the innocence. It's like the line of innocence through ancestry. 
and that can read as a, a new soul or a younger soul or you can embody the line of wisdom within ancestry and that registers as like an old soul So the soul is... It's a form of yours. Okay. It's not you. It is yours. It's the, the form of yours that perfectly manifests your evolution as awareness. And then being is... Within your being, those are all of your unseen forms that perfectly represent you in how you move, how pure you moves. And you said soul exists in all those forms. Is it a different aspect of soul in each of the forms? There is a different aspect that registers within each form but because when you move from form of yours to form of yours such as being in yourself or being in your heart as soon as you're in the one form instead of the other you're being that form so the different aspect of your soul which does particularize in that form you're not going to pick up because you're already being that aspect Sorry. So it still doesn't register because there isn't the contrast.